We need to be the same. We need to think the same. We need to look the same. We need to have the exact same belief systems. Otherwise, you're wrong and I'm right. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello, welcome to Connect Back In. It's Morgan King, your host. And I wanted to start today's episode off by sharing some context. I feel like sometimes we think we are explaining and communicating in a way that someone can completely understand the full picture. But we also need to recognize that we are in our own brains, right? And we have the background and we have all this data from experience, from our thoughts, that also is the foundation for what we say and what we share. And I feel like I don't know how much I've shared on this podcast or how much you've even listened to. Like if you've been a listener since day one, you might understand and you can honestly see my journey, which has been really cool. I never would delete those earlier episodes, even though I don't 100% resonate with everything in them, because I know someone at some point is going to be where I was and that's going to resonate with them and that's going to be the exact message that they need to hear. But if you've listened since the beginning or you're a friend of mine or a family member, because I know you guys listen too, which is awesome, you have more context. And so when I share these things, it makes more sense. But maybe if you're a newer listener or you've only listened to a few episodes, you might not fully understand, besides the intro, why I'm doing this. And so I wanted to start today's episode sharing a little bit more on that. And it really stems from the idea that a lot of us have been living our lives asleep. And we are focused more on the form of life than we are the substance of life. And for me, what that looked like was trying to pursue happiness At a young age, I was a very happy, vibrant, bubbly person, and I still am That to everyone else, right, on the outside. But there came a point in my life where on the inside, the substance wasn't there for me. What I thought the form, meaning the job, the salary, the house, the way I looked, how I showed up. I wanted that to look in a certain way so then I would be accepted and be seen in society. When I say society, I mean like the world, the way majority people see things as successful and happy. But the substance, meaning the energy behind that, was based on fear. And I made choices based on fear. I need to work hard and impress my boss so that I can get an increase in pay so that I can look to others as though I'm doing it right. And 
I don't know how I learned all of this or who it came from, and that's not the point, but I recognize now identifying myself as being more awake. I definitely still have moments where I'm completely sleeping, which is mind-blowing to me sometimes how I get there so deeply because of all the practices I do and what I know, but we forget, we slip back in, right? We slip back into the dream, and I see this a lot with a lot of people. And once I first started to recognize what being awake was like, and what that is, is being more focused on the substance than you are on the form. So caring more about how you feel, caring more about inner peace, caring more about feeling love versus what's on the outside. And while your fear brain might tell you that when you do that, everything will fall apart. And it may, but only to your benefit. And when we are whole on the inside and we know that it's just a shift in our perception, it's removing the glasses, seeing the world in a different way, that not only are all the things that you want in the form, do they come to you, but you don't have to self-sacrifice yourself. And this is not a meaningless world. Like we are meant to enjoy this experience that is life. And so the context for this podcast is for those of you who identify as a seeker. Maybe you've experienced a challenge in your life that woke you up and offered you the question, there has to be more than what I've been told. This cannot be the way that I meant to live my life. And then you come here, or this finds you, if you will, and other things fall off the shelf, people, books, other podcasts, and you start to uncover the true way that we are meant to live. And if you're anything like me, you'll teeter back and forth. But what's been really crucial on my journey, and you may already be here as well, is when I teeter back and forth, I know that I'm just being human. And I don't beat myself up for it. I still do sometimes, but then I don't beat myself up for beating myself up. <laughs> Because we're always doing the best that we can. And the world can be a trap sometimes. And it can be tough to keep your spiritual eye on the prize, if you will. Especially where I live, which is, to me, one of the most beautiful cities in the entire world. It's one of the wealthiest cities in the country. Which is awesome. Because I love abundance, and I love beautiful things, and I love the ocean, and I love knowing what's possible. And that's a big representation here. There's people with a lot of resources. But at the same time, I also find myself, especially in my career path, which is also very thing-focused, if you will, form-focused, I lose my perspective and I lose my priorities and I focus on making more money or trying to sell my next house or whatever it is in the form. 
that becomes my priority. I lose the perspective of my true values, which is inner peace and love and trust and being a good mom and a good wife and a good friend and a good me, the best version of me that I can be on a daily basis, which requires me to trust and to not push myself beyond my limits and to not worry and fear of, oh no, what's going to happen next? Why haven't I made the type of money I want to make? Why, why, why? And then taking for granted all the amazing abundance that I do have in my life. But I'm only human. And I get into those moments and they're fleeting. They're not as long as they used to be. And I come out of them and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so terrible. I just couldn't figure out how to get out of it. I'm like, if only this one thing, if only, if only, if only, then I would feel good. If this thing on the outside that I was able to get or no longer worry about, right? Like things outside of me need to change in order for me to feel better and living based off of conditions. And I'm an outsider. What can I say? I really don't. I know that that's not the way we're meant to live. And I know that there's a better way. And finding that better way is so much easier than we make it. But our brains are complex and they love complex problems and they love complex solutions. And so when you're presented with a simple thought such as do what you love and don't do what you don't love, we can't follow that guidance. It just seems too simple. But when we do, which isn't always easy because there's pressure on, oh, you're still supposed to roll up your sleeves and you're supposed to sacrifice and you can't always get what you want, right? But if you can shift and trust and know, and by listening to this podcast and filling yourself up with the other story, the story that substance matters more than form, that your true happiness lies within, that you've always been whole and complete exactly where you are, regardless of what your outer world tells you, that's where the magic sauce is. And when life gets really good, and it's a balance, it's in and out for me, It reminds me, Jen Sincero, um, who wrote, is the author, I reference her a lot, um, You're a Badass. She talks about in her book, like pushing a marshmallow up a mountain, (laughs) this like soft pillowy substance. And it's a huge oversized marshmallow where once you get one side up, then the other side starts falling down. And I believe in her reference, she's talking about how to not live that way. But for me, that's where I'm at right now. There are long stretches where I see how perfect I am just as I am. I don't require anything. I'm in need of nothing. I trust spirit to guide me. I don't force or push. And life is so good. And things turn out in incredible ways. And I get more than I could ever ask for. And then there's those moments where I'm focused on the lack the areas of my life that I wish were different and why haven't they changed? Why don't I get this yet? Why haven't I figured it out? And recognizing there as well that we're we're not meant to have it all figured out. It's not ever done. And when you can trust that it's all working perfectly, 
it just creates this sense of ease and this knowing, which I'm hoping this podcast guides you to. So there's some context there. Um, I hope that was helpful. And maybe it was validating to you as well. And you're listening and you're like, yeah, I know there's a better way too. Like, why the freak is everyone walking around hating their lives and yelling at each other in their cars and not sleeping well at night and doing and doing and doing and adding more to their plate and just not listening in and expecting the next thing. If only, if only, if only I had more money, I had a relationship, I was healthier, then I'll be happy and we're not. And then we go looking for answers and then maybe you find find yourself here. But we're on the same team. You're not alone. I get you. And yeah. So that's the gist context of why I come on here ever so often to record podcasts, to share with you what I know, what I've learned, what's worked for me. And maybe you can take a snippet of it with you and try it on for size and maybe it changes your life too. But it all starts with a shift and a desire and an awareness that the way in which you've been operating ain't working so well anymore. And you're like, there has to be more. And then you take your first step. So today I want to talk about uh, the theme of the episode now that I've provided the context for why I record Connect Back In is all about judgment. And why do we judge? We think judging others will make us feel better, but it is a shit sandwich. It does not taste good. And the more we do it, the grosser we feel. But a lot of times this is a habit that we picked up along our life's journey. We don't even really have awareness of why we're doing it. Kind of reminds me, I'm going to go off on a little side tangent as I do. My son right now loves Miss Rachel on YouTube. And when I become the wealthy billionaire that I want to be, or millionaire, whatever, I'm going to send this woman a ton of money because for free, we go on YouTube. She sings some songs, and my son, who is a total busybody, will stop in his tracks and just stare at her for as long as we need him to. And it's fantastic. For travel, for whatever your needs are, I highly recommend if you have a young child. So she sings a bunch of songs, and right now, open shut them if you don't know it. Uh, don't look it up because you'll just get it in your head and you won't be able to stop singing it. And I constantly am singing it without even knowing it. And I walk around my house and I'm like, open, shut them. And my husband's like, Morgan, what? Like, seriously? I just told you three seconds ago that you were singing it. And I'm like, I literally can't stop. I'm an addict. <laughs> I told him, I'm like, I'm going to go to AA and be like, I'm Morgan King. I need to stop singing Miss Rachel. Like, someone please help me. And this is kind of the same way in which we judge. It's like a trigger. We see something we don't like about someone, we look at them, we identify them as less than, and we gossip. It may be something that you learned growing up, like maybe you saw your parents do it. It can be the content for a lot of conversations, and it just is so low vibe. And again, it will never make you feel the way that your ego thinks it will make you feel. Like, oh, comparison on the other side. Because when we compare ourselves to people that we perceive as further along than us or doing better than us, it makes us feel like shit. And so 
our brain's like, oh, okay, well, if I find someone that's doing worse than me, maybe it'll make me feel better. And it never, never does. So the real reason why we judge is because we hold ourselves to certain standards that we then hold the rest of the world to. And again, these standards are likely harsh critics that have told us things along the way that you need to show up in this way or you're not good enough, right? Could be our parents who mean, they were meaning very well at the time, but they're like, you need to be loyal, you need to be on time. You need to do what everybody else is doing. You need to shut your mouth. You need to dress a certain way. You need to believe in a certain thing and not be loud and respect people and not saying that all those things are bad. But what I'm saying is when we see someone who goes against those beliefs and standards that we hold for ourselves, it triggers us and it makes us feel like they're doing it wrong, and thus we judge them. So how do we stop judging? How do we let people be who they are? Because ultimately, like, we're all supposed to be on our own unique path. We're all supposed to have our own beliefs and our own way of doing. And the whole, like, if you don't get anything from this episode, the whole idea, you do you, that's it. Just walk away with that and you're all solid. Like, I'll do me, you do you. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. We we sometimes will blame others for our issues, but ultimately it has nothing to do with you. People are going to do what they're going to do. Let them do what they want. Let them think what they want. Let them be who they are. It has nothing to do with you. Stop taking it personal. Let it go, right? Easier said than done. But when you when you break it down in that way, it's like kind of ridiculous that we're like, hey, I need you to change in order for me to feel better. We need to conform. We need to be the same. We need to think the same. We need to look the same. We need to have the exact same belief systems. Otherwise, you're wrong and I'm right. Pretty ridiculous, right? But we, we mean well. It's It's all well-meaning. And once you have awareness around it, it's like shining the light on it. You're able to recognize not only how ridiculous it is, but also you're able to change it. And so, as always, it starts within. It starts with you. If you want to change your outer world, you got to start with your inner world. And my favorite analogy that I've been using a lot lately is the mirror. If you look in the mirror, you see that you don't like the way your hair looks. You're not going to try and manipulate the mirror. You're not going to try and grab your hair through the mirror and fix it. You got to go to your head, your physical head, the you, the inner world, and you got to fix the hair. And then your outer world, the mirror, will reflect back to you how bomb your hair looks. So I think that I just love that analogy. It's just like, aha, that makes total sense. And so where are you judging yourself where are you holding yourself to standards that are no longer in alignment with who you are? They're just learned patterns and thoughts that we've been told are the way. You can feel when it's not your truth. And you can feel if you're operating on an old system. Because luckily, we have this installed top of the line guidance system that is your highest self, the you that you really are without any of your limiting beliefs, the pure, loving, perfect self that you are, that feels like crap or you feel like crap when you're not in alignment with that. 
And what out of alignment looks like is going against what is your true north, what you really believe to be true. Now that you've gone out, you've experienced the world, you see what feels good, what doesn't, and now you have your own model, your own belief system. But you've been programmed with this old, like think 98 windows. Like that is not, that's not the system you want to be working off of anymore. Old beliefs that are tired, that don't feel good, but they're just habits. They're just patterns of thought, patterns of ways of being. My favorite one of all time, which I feel very confident I've worked through 99% is I must struggle and sacrifice in order to be successful. So then you do that. And we call this martyr if you don't like it. Maybe you like it and it feels good. That's great. But you struggle, you sacrifice, you do things you don't want to do, you grind, right? In order to be successful. And it sucks and you hate it and it doesn't feel good. And even when you get the things that you want, you're like, oh gosh, here I go again. I have to get more. There's always more, right? There's always on the other side of what you think you want, there's always more of what you want. So let's example money. So success equals money, whatever. Everyone says that. So I'm just going with the theme, right? So you get all this money because you've struggled, you've stayed up late, you've worked long hours, you've pushed yourself past your limits, you don't take vacation, you never hang out with friends and family, right? Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And you feel like crap because you're working off of an old belief system that you no longer believe in. You want to make money, you want to be successful and not have to struggle and sacrifice, right? And then Joe Schmo comes along. And Joe Schmo is in your same field. And he doesn't believe that you have to struggle to work or you have to sacrifice to work. Excuse me. Can't even say it. <laughs> Maybe I do need to work on this more. No. So he he doesn't believe that you have to sacrifice to make money. And he does really well. He takes weekends off. He's done by 5 p.m. And you guys are making the same amount of money. And you're like, F Joe Schmo. Like, screw this guy. Who is he? Who does he think he is? Not sacrificing, going home early. Like, what a loser, right? Judgment. Labels. We throw a bunch of our stuff at Joe Schmo. When in reality, if we would listen to our inner guidance that's just saying, he's a representation of what you want. You don't, you don't want to work hard and sacrifice anymore. You're done with that old model. That doesn't feel good. He's representation of proof. He's what you want. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, through affirmations, through working out my limiting beliefs, I'm going to discover that I also want to enjoy my life and be successful and make money. Okay, that's possible for me. I see Joe doing it over there. Ah, Judgment eliminated. Now he is proof. He's my friend. We're buddies. We hang out on the weekends. We hang out after work, etc. Again, easier said than done, but I think you're getting the gist here that people who trigger us are the representation of a desire that we hold that we're not allowing ourselves to have. Or... It could be someone who is triggering 
a belief system that is no longer in alignment with who we are. Another one that I used to hold dear to me is laziness. I could never be lazy. And lazy to me was represented by not doing. So relaxing, being chill, um, taking time off, not being productive. That, That was all perceived to me at the time and where I was as lazy. And so whenever I saw someone as lazy, taking time off, not being productive, I would judge them. And again, just working from an old belief system that no longer served me, that didn't feel good, where I was judging myself, holding myself to a standard that I no longer wanted to fulfill, but didn't recognize that yet. So some questions to get you to perhaps release judgment or when you judge, recognize why am I judging this person? There's a lesson here. There's an opportunity here. And if you've listened to the context part of this episode and you were like, yeah, that's me, I'm guessing you're similar to me where you're like, yeah, I'm always looking to find ways to release negative things so that I can create more peace and flow in my life. And this is one of those things. So next time you catch yourself judging someone, first question is, Whoa, why am I why am I judging that person? Maybe you don't like their outfit. Okay. That's that's a solid one. My brain still goes there. I'm not saying I don't judge. I'm saying I don't voice it and I don't listen to it. So that's two different things. I judge way less, <laughs> but I will say it still comes out because that ego is a strong-minded SOB. So it sees someone, it's like, oh my gosh, what is she wearing? Right? What is he wearing? Right. Okay, why am I judging that person? Is it because I believe that we shouldn't be a full expression of who we are? Am I denying a part of myself that I want to wear clothes like that? Who are they to show up as their true authentic self when I have to hold it in? Okay, diving in a little bit deeper here. Do I feel as though I'm not able to show up as my full authentic self? Huh, maybe that's true. Okay, and then do some inquiry in there. Work on that. Focus on, I have some affirmation episodes. And see if you can shift and say, I trust and know that I can show up as my full authentic self. And maybe you end up wearing that exact same outfit that that person did because you now have confidence and you trust that you can show up as exactly as you are, right? You don't need fixing. I want to state that very clearly. This is just a shift in perception and allowing you to see what your judgment means. What does it mean? What am I saying to myself that's not true, essentially? What is no longer true for me that I'm holding as a belief that I'm then judging others for? This is big. This is life-changing. So, When you find yourself in a tizzy and you find yourself judging someone, ask yourself, why am I judging them? What am I making this mean? What about them is triggering for me? What belief am I holding that no longer serves me that I'm holding them to as well? And how can I uncover the truth? And how can I shift 
my belief system, my thought pattern to fully support this new belief that I want to hold for myself. Not too challenging, hopefully. Well, I hope today's episode was enlightening for you in more more ways than one. You know, I have context for why I do the episodes that I do and little tips and tricks to help you along your way. Thank you, as always, for listening. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.